Welcome back to Snap Judgment, the beautiful episode. For our next story, we go to Snap's resident youngin and adultish podcast host Nigel Turner tells a story about how he discovered his own truth. Sensitive listeners should know this story does contain graphic imagery. Nigel, the stage is yours. My auntie Tanya always says that whenever she pulls up at the house, she can count on seeing little me out on the front lawn, naked and watering the grass. There's my naked baby, is what she yells out to me to this day, sometimes even in our place of worship. But when I was 12, I don't know, I kind of stopped with the whole free body stuff. One day, I'm taking off my shirt to hop in the shower when I notice a small lump behind my left nipple. This lump most definitely wasn't there yesterday. So I use my index and thumb and give it a quick assessment. Underneath my skin, I feel something the size of one of those Captain Crunch Crunch Berries and it's as hard as a rock. I give it a quick squeeze and I immediately burst out into tears. It's cancer, I tell my mom who immediately takes me to the doctor, who says, well, for starters, take a sigh of relief. It's not cancer. Well, what is it? My mom says. I'm still holding my breath. It's a condition called gynecomastia. Gynecal what? It's actually pretty common. 70% of boys develop extra breast tissue when they're going through puberty. What? And so it might look like they have the beginnings of female breasts. Female what? Oh, my mom says. But I'm like, what? Why is everyone being so calm about this? Don't worry, son. It should go away by the time you're about 22. 22? I'm going to be old and married with kids by 22. What the doc doesn't mention is that the lump will also duplicate itself behind my right nipple and that the lumps are going to get bigger and more noticeable, like the size of golf balls, which will stand out, especially if you're a skinny kid like I am. So I begin wearing baggier shirts, even though tight tees are in. And not only that, I only wear shirts with huge logos on the front so you can't see the shape of my chest. But by the time that I start talking to girls, I take it to a new level. Every time before I leave my house, I tear a long silver strip of duct tape and wrap it around my entire chest and back like a sports bra. Still, I always feel like people just know. I confide in my dad and my older brother. They're actually concerned at first, but once they hear that it'll eventually go away, the condition becomes a huge running joke. Come on, titty man. Run faster, titty man. At first, I laughed with them because honestly, it was a hilarious nickname, no lie. But after a while, it gets old. It becomes painful and it tears my self-confidence to pieces. The only way I get through it is by repeating to myself over and over. This is temporary, only until I'm 22. 
Even with the duct tape, I begin to hunch my back and try to hide my chest in public or whenever family or friends come over. But still, my dad calls me over. Hey, Nige, come downstairs. Your uncle is here. Say hi. Hi, uncle. All right, now take your shirt off and show him. I feel like a circus freak. The amazing titty man. Only until I'm 22. Now forget that. I got to do something. First, over many weeks and months, I try to massage the lumps in the smaller pieces. But that doesn't work. Then I start working out six days a week. Two hours of cardio in the morning and weights at night. I follow the strictest diet plan of chicken and fish and brown rice and whatever vegetable of the day, hoping that my chest would fill out and no one would notice. Eventually, I'm in the best shape of my life and the lumps are actually a little less noticeable, but I still hate my body. So as a last resort, I go to my dad's toolbox. I take out the heavy duty pliers and I carefully position the jaw around the hard tissue. Three, two, one. Then I squeeze the pliers as hard as I can. I immediately hit the floor crying. Once I wipe my tears, I check my chest. The lumps are still intact. I give up. This is how it's going to be until I'm 22, I guess. So I get comfortable never going swimming anymore, even though I love to swim. I become that cool kid at all the pool parties who just shows up with his best fit, like I'm too good to be splashing around in the pool. Even in suits, I would just never take my jacket off, no matter how hot it would be. I build a whole persona around hiding my body. And it works. In high school, I'm on the basketball team. So when I have to change into my uniform, I rush to the locker room early and change in the stall. Once, I hear my teammates making fun of another player who also has, well, you know what they call it, big tits. I'm surprised to learn one of my friends around my age has gynecomastia. He's never mentioned it to me, and I've never, you know, done a close chest examination. I only find out because I hear some of my friends gossiping about his man boobs. Apparently, one hot day, they all hung out. And he took his shirt off and they all just see it. Just like that. It was never a thing though. He continued to take his shirt off despite jokes or snickering. I really want to be like him. But I can't. Girlfriends is where it gets real tricky. Before I can even get close to a girl, I know I have to admit my darkest secret. So I always do this over the phone. And just... Be honest. And surprisingly, that conversation always goes pretty well. Turns out they don't really care. Or that's what I want to believe. In my mind, I wonder if they don't think it's a big deal because I usually lead with my humor and personality before I reveal my secret. But I don't know. Everyone has something, right? But behind closed doors, I start to fantasize about the future. You know, once I turn 22 and I become an adult, the lumps will just pack their bags and go. 
Then I could post a picture with my wife on the beach on our honeymoon. I could swim at pool parties. What if on a daily jog around my block, I can just take my shirt off like I see all my friends do without even a second thought when it gets too hot? I don't celebrate birthdays, but I'm excited about turning 22. But when the day comes, when I turn the age I have been waiting and praying for to finally feel comfortable in my own skin, the age where I finally am supposed to start loving myself, the lumps are still there. There is one more option. It's something I never thought I would do. It's expensive and it's problematic. I've been working part-time saving all my money for a Jeep Wrangler. But I won't be able to get that Jeep if I do this. Plastic surgery. I always watch that show botched with my dad about plastic surgery gone wrong. Plastic surgery always seemed like it was for rich people. Rich white people, really. Well, really rich white women. It's something that felt taboo but I really want my body to look like what I think a man's body is supposed to look like. Like what I see on TV and movies, like what everybody else looks like. I want that so much. So I took my $10,000 that I had saved for the first time in my whole life. And instead of getting my dream Jeep Wrangler, I drive an hour to the best plastic surgeon in Northern California. The waiting room is full of middle-aged women and me. I'm scribbling down questions to ask my doctor before he puts me under, basically wanting to make sure that I don't die in here. Honestly, I'm pretty scared. Why didn't I just buy that Jeep? (laughs) No, invest in yourself, Nigel. Invest in yourself. After surgery, I wear a compression recovery vest for a couple of weeks. Then, finally, the day that I've been waiting for, I nervously walk to the bathroom and lock the door. I take off my vest and peel off the bandages around my chest. And then I finally take a look. I feel amazing. I finally love my body. I finally love myself. And I don't know how to really describe it, but I kind of finally feel whole. I start working out again after I heal, looking at myself every day in the mirror, flexing, taking shirtless videos and putting them on Snapchat for the first time in my life. But then I'm looking at a picture of myself my happy self and a new kind of self-hate starts to creep in why am I acting like this is some kind of accomplishment I'm smart I'm not a follower but I was willing to spend $10,000 to change my body so that I would make more sense to myself when I look in the mirror that blows my mind to this day I get ready to go to a pool party at a friend's house. 
I'm going to take off my shirt and jump in in front of everybody. I hop into my car, 2006 Honda Accord, and roll out, windows down. And the check engine light comes on again. Sometimes, I still wish I could have just got that Jeep. Thank you, Nige, for sharing your story with the Snap family. This piece was brought to you by Adultish. It's a culture, advice, and storytelling show created by YR Media and Snap Judgment alumnus Davey Kim. It's hosted by 20-something know-it-alls Nige Turner and Merck Nguyen. And they recently dropped their fourth season with their friends at Radiotopia by PRX. So be sure to subscribe to Adultish and show them some love. The music for this story was composed by Oluwafemi and Davy Kim. Oh yes, it happened again. But if you're looking for a friend to hold you through to the next stop, to the next town, the next partner, or the next adventure, look no further. There are hours of amazing storytelling and a whole community just waiting for you to jump into the pool. All of it on the amazing Snap Judgment Podcast. Subscribe because someone's story might change your life. It certainly changed mine. And someone close to you wants to let the world know they snap. And finally, you can give them the Snap t-shirt or even a Snap pin of their heart's desire. Available right now at snapjudgment.org. Snap is brought to you by the team that always uses lots and lots of product. Except for the tour producer, Mr. Mark Ristich, he only uses soap and water. Pat Masumi Miller, Anna Sussman, Renzo Gorio, John Fasile, Shayna Sheely, Marissa Dodge, Nika Singh, Teo Ducat, Flo Wiley, Nancy Lopez, and Regina Beriaco. Wow, this is not the news. No way is this the news. In fact, you put one of those poor cleaning masks on your face only to discover that when the instructions say to keep it on for 10 minutes, they mean 10 minutes, not sleep with it all night long. Good Lord. All that and you would still, still not be as far away from the news as this is. But this is PRX. PRX.